This is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits. And I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. everyone it's Callie welcome back to a new episode of open-ended I'm so glad that you're all here um I know I haven't created a new episode in a really long time but I'm back I'm back on my podcast episode making grind so I'm feeling really good about that so yeah let's get into it um so for today's episode I'm going to be talking about basically it's hard to explain but messing up a friendship or having issues with the friendship all that good stuff um because I know that it is that that is somewhat common that we have issues with friends and then it's just this conflict and it's not it's not fun especially when it's with the good friend like it always it just it it hurts a little bit you know and on both sides it's 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 hard because you've had you've created that connection with that person for such a long time or a semi long time and when you go from being friends to kind of not really being friends and kind of figuring it out and giving each other space it's definitely hard um yeah it's difficult i mean i'll i'm I'll, I'm basically just having this episode of kind of like explaining kind of where I'm at and kind of what I've kind of what I've learned but not making making it be a bunch of advice about how to deal with it just kind of like basically what I've been experiencing through it um so yeah and at the past I don't even know but I've just for a little bit I've I'll give some backstory first. Um, ever since I've been little, I haven't really had that good of experience with friends, which is totally fine. You know, it happens. It's not, I'm not, I don't have any ill will to those people. Um, but now I'm having a little bit more conflict in those relationships and it's allowed me to reflect a little bit on it. Um, I'm not going to say specifics or when it happened, but Um, I'm just gonna explain like, yeah, I've had, I've been having a little bit of conflict and a little bit of issues. I've been giving people space, um, and they've been giving me space as well. And it's allowed me some time to kind of reflect on what's been happening, what went wrong, kind of, um, basically just kind of seeing, okay, what went wrong and how can I do better? And I think, one thing that I've definitely taken away is I can't change or I'll go back a little bit. I did make mistakes in that situation. I will wholeheartedly take accountability for that. I'm not a perfect person. I did some things that were not good, uh, just to put it lightly. Um, I hurt some people a little bit. Um, I did things that weren't necessarily helpful. Um, I didn't really cultivate that relationship. And because of that, we've had a little bit of conflict. 
and I've been reflecting on that a little bit and kind of trying to figure out how to make it better um, and realizing what can I change about the way that I've acted and the way that I approach friendships and relationships and all those things like that um, and kind of piece trying to analyze and basically what went wrong. So for me, I'm not going to go into specifics with that so much either, but um, basically I think that the something that I've basically taken away is that I can't change what has happened in the past. I just can't. All I can do is realize that it happened and say sorry that I, that that happened um, and take accountability for it and say, okay, I'll do everything in my power to change because that is, I think the first really productive step in the process is figuring out, okay, how can I change and make the situation better and make it a more positive experience or not a more positive experience, but try to make it not wallow in what happened in the past and just make it worse. I'm, I want to try to remedy the situation in the best way that I can. Um, and doing that requires, you know, being a little bit of, taking on that or being a little more responsible, taking some accountability, saying, you know what, I did that. I'm sorry. That was a terrible thing. Um, the way that I acted, there's no excuses for it, but it happened. Um, and I'm, I'm going to apologize for it. Um, and I'm going to reflect on it a little bit and I'm going to say, you know what, that happened. That and kind and this is why it happened and this is probably how it made these people feel and if I was in their situation what would I be feeling and I think kind of saying kind of going through that thought process and really analyzing it but not dwelling in the bad treating it as a more positive experience has been not positive but learning experience because learning experiences aren't always positive but Basically saying, yeah, I'm taking accountability and learning from it is all you can really do in that situation. It sucks when you make mistakes because some of them, at least for me, were so easily avoidable. Um, And I should have learned from them in my behavior, but I just didn't. Um, And partly I think that was because I didn't necessarily take things seriously. Um, And even when certain things were brought up, I just didn't go to change it. And that was immature. Um, and yeah, I think that in a lot of ways, um, it's just hard. It's one of those things where that situation, it's, it's hard to describe because it's the type of thing where you can so easily see what you did wrong and you wish that you didn't do those things, but it happened and you can't deny it. You can't lie about it because that would just make it a million times worse and people would hold grudges and that would become this whole thing. Um, so yeah, that's basically where I'm at. And then I think in that situation too, I'm not going to think of myself as a bad person or an, mm. I'm going to try to make this sound the least egotistical and um, narcissistic and least hurtful way possible because I don't want it to sound hurtful or 
offend people or make it sound bad, but I'm going to admit that I am imperfect and that I made mistakes, um, but that I can grow from it. And I'm not going to discount myself as a horrible person that did something wrong, that they're a criminal, blah, 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 not a criminal, but I'm going to say, you know what? I'm imperfect. It happened. I'm, I'm not a perfect person. Um, and that, does that make me a horrible person? I don't know. I don't think it does, but it makes me, that it makes the situation of how I am with my sense of character a little bit more complex and complicated. And I'm going to try to remedy that and grow from it and learn from it, like I said before, and try to say, you know what, I want to try to improve my character a little bit and try to make it better because that's truly all you can do. You can't influence people and their decisions really at all unless you can only present the facts and then they can create their judgments and their own opinions. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And I think too, it's so tricky in friendships because there's can, and especially if you mess up or if you're the quote unquote victim, which by the way, I I think that victimizing yourself in either situation is not necessarily, I don't know. I'm just going to move on from that. But um, I think that there's so much self-loathing that can go on in that type of thing where it's after and things are said that are hurtful and the way you act is hurtful or the way that I acted was hurtful. Um, But I don't want to change it into a, self-loathing self-loathing like oh I'm a horrible person start hating myself for it because I don't think that that's productive I think that the first step is really admitting like you know what I made mistakes that doesn't make me a horrible person it just means that again I'm imperfect and I am um And I will make the changes to be a better person and improve that relationship or other relationships down the line, whether it's a friendship, a platon or, um, an actual like relationship with your partner or something like that. Um, because there's that issue that, oh, do people actually change? And in my opinion, they totally can, and they totally have the, the capacity to change, um, and for me, I realized that I can change my behavior um, and that I can, all I can do is really grow from it. And that's kind of where I'm at. Um, because when something wrong happens in any relationship, you can't force somebody to react differently or welcome you back into their lives because that's not going to be healthy. The best way is to just give them time and give them time to process it themselves. Um, One of the issues with certain relationships that I've had is with boundaries on both sides. Um, It's something that I think is really difficult for a lot of people, including myself. Um, And it's just tricky. It gets complicated and sometimes feelings are hurt on both sides. Um, But ultimately, I found that boundaries are kind of great. Um, And they shouldn't because a lot of the times they either have a really positive connotation or a really negative connotation. Um, I know there's that idea that like, oh yeah, the older generation doesn't respect 
my boundaries, which I think in a lot of ways could be true, but moving on. Um, I think that what I've learned especially is just that boundaries are so, so important and they're needed and they're kind of great in situations. Like if you don't want to talk about something, you don't have to. Um, and if you want to kind of regain control in a situation by setting up a boundary, you totally can. If you see somebody being manipulative, you can create a boundary to make the manipulation not as intense or kind of help that person, but put their behavior in check. Um, and I was the type of person where, and I'm working on it because I'm part of this podcast is I think there's some decent vulnerability that I try to put across, even though I'm putting it on the internet, I think it's really, um, important, but I, in the past, haven't respected boundaries. I'm just going to say it point blank. Um, yeah, and that's happened. I'm sounding like I'm from the Midwest today, but yeah, I didn't respect boundaries. That's just, I'm going to say it like that, just put it out straight. I just didn't. And I was told a couple times that I need to respect their boundaries and I just didn't. And kind of what I've learned in the process is that wasn't okay. And I need to basically put myself more in check and realize that like, oh yeah, I need to be respecting people's boundaries more because that is how you have a healthy relationship. If you want people to, if you want to have a better relationship and for you to be deep and honest and vulnerable with somebody, it's not by forcing them to kind of not have boundaries with you. I think that boundaries are really healthy in a lot of ways because it helps give people on both sides control because you need each person to have um, a little bit of control. That's just um, how it is. Um, And kind of, I guess, part two of this is I found that certain times, kind of because of the boundaries thing, but because other I was doing and saying things that were hurtful. And that, I think, happens in a lot of friendships, but you kind of just have to realize what you did and say sorry and apologize and try to fix it again in the best way you can um, and try to correct that behavior um, because hurting another person is not good. And I'm talking about not physically, but emotionally and mentally. Just a side note. Um, I'm not like punching people. That was a terrible joke, but you know what I mean. Um, I'm going to move on. That was just terrible. So off color. Um, but yeah, I, it happens. I'm going to try to correct, correct that behavior. Um, because it wasn't helpful and it wasn't healthy and it made people feel bad. It strained that relationship. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, there's no excuse for it. I can't really, I'm not going to go into it further, but yeah, that's what happened. And I'm trying to work on growing that because I think a lot of the reasons that people say hurtful things and do hurtful things to others is because they're insecure or they have other things that kind of trigger them to react in a negative way. Um, And this is from my own experience of acting in a way that isn't helpful and is negative and hurts people. Um, Because I realized that, oh yeah, I am still, even though I've come a little bit and I've improved a little bit in my kind of self-neutrality and all that stuff, I do still have some insecurity that's built up. I do, I'm very self-aware, um, and 
sometimes I just realize that I'm not enough and I need to work on that. And I think that's in a lot of ways person, maybe why that's happened. And I think in a lot of ways, kind of how I reacted was not a reflection of what those people did, but about my own, I guess you could say brokenness and my own insecurity. And I think that working on that is the best way to do that. So I guess if you are in any type of situation like I am, I just, I guess, say like you're not alone in that situation. And, um, and I think of what I've learned in the past couple years, especially is that friendships are difficult. They're, they're for the most part, they're mostly for the most part, they're good. And you're have you have a great time with friends. I mean, they're your friends, they're your people. They're sometimes your family. Um, but friendships are hard, just like how relationships are hard in general, even if like it's the same way, like it's with your family, some things are strained, but with friendships, you're not in that forced or somewhat forced relationship where you have to be with them and you have to love them. Friendships are, they can change on a dime and you don't have to uh, seek out a relationship or love them like you would a family member um, because you don't have to see them ever again. Um, and I think that will, that's what makes it so hard. Um, so yeah, I think that what I've kind of, again, what I've kind of learned is that I can't, and I'm guess, I guess I'm kind of just going to wrap up a little bit of what I've learned is that just saying, okay, you, you need to realize more about boundaries and realize that, you know, there are, that's okay. People can have their own boundaries. Um, because that's just how it is. Um, boundaries are actually pretty good. They're not a bad thing as some people might think, including myself. Um, in that it actually helps other people too when boundaries are put up because it helps people talk about things, um, sensitive subjects in a way that is more helpful and in a way that you can support them. Because I also learned that you can... Well, part of it was, um, boundaries were put up that I didn't, I, I'll restart. I felt like I couldn't support people in the way that I wanted to without knowing the full story. Um, and that's just not true. I think that you can support somebody regardless of what you know about the situation. You can, all you can say is I'm here for you. I support you in your situation. If you need anything, like contact me or, like just being there for someone is enough. You don't need to know the whole story or be quote unquote nosy about it um, to help them. You can still help them without knowing anything. And I think that that's something that I've also learned too. Um, and kind of building off of that, kind of also wrapping up what I've learned is that when you say hurtful things, it's usually not a reflection of the people. Yes, there are some things that will anger you in a situation that you don't necessarily agree with, but that doesn't relate to how they reacted or their behavior. It only is a reflection of you. Um, I think that we forget that. We always think about that's how the other person is in the situation, but that's how we are too. That us as, in, as individuals, when we react, it's not always a reaction to that person. It's a reaction to ourselves and our values. Um, and that can come, and sometimes that can be, we can come across as being defensive because it either triggers us or it makes us feel like we're less than. Um, and for me, it was a lot of kind of becoming, I 
for me at least it I've kind of realized that I need to be able to be less defensive and kind of regain some control over I guess my emotions and a, a little bit and how I react control my reactions um because that is the way that's going to be the most productive um because I think that and that's hard it's so much it's so much easier than done by saying, you know what, I'm going to fix this. It'll be great. I'll have like a great time. I, I'll just need to be less defensive and focus on my reactions. But that's an ingrained pattern in your brain to react that way. So I think that bringing that sense of control, which I think over time is good, helps the relationship. And when you get less defensive and you get less angry, it's better. Um, even passive aggression isn't necessarily helpful either um, because it just convolutes the issue. Anyway, so that's kind of what I guess I've learned in that situation. But going, I guess, from the other perspective, if you are ever hurt in a friendship, know that it is not always just your fault. It is a multi-layered issue and it's, we can't always play the blame game because truly there in that situation there's no one to blame and I truly believe that um I think that people can be a contributing factor but there may be somebody that contributed more in a negative way than other people but when we play the blame game it's harder I think I mean my opinions will probably change as I do more reflections um and kind of reflecting on myself and my actions but I think that as of now, I think that when we play the blame game and we say, oh, you're such a terrible person and you hurt me and blah, 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 blah. And like when we do that and when we are told that, I think it makes it that much harder. Um, But I'll keep you guys posted on my opinions with that because I definitely am taking a neutral stance and I'm interested to see if that changes. But yeah, I just think that if you take away anything from this episode, know that relationships and friendships are hard, but it, I, my favorite quote ever, I forget who said this, but I think it's just well known is this too shall pass. Um, because I think that ultimately bad things will happen, but it's that point where we're, we can grow from it and we're starting to grow and we're starting to recover and we're starting to heal, which is the best part. Um, because, ultimately the bad will happen but you'll get to that good again it's a roller coaster and you can't tell and you can't think that when you're in a bad situation like oh it'll be good and then it'll be bad again and just still be in that roller coaster you can't think like that because it spirals and it becomes worse and worse I think that just saying you know what I'm going to grow I'm going to focus on changing my behavior and becoming a better person that's all you can really ask for um because you can't worry that much to that extent that it will, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, I think that as long as you grow and you try to remedy the situation, I know I've been really repetitive in this week's episode, but if you grow and you focus on growing and reflecting on what happened and changing and changing your behavior and acting and being more cognizant of your behavior and how and our 
being more self-aware and our effect on others, I think is really helpful. Um, and if you're in a situation, whether you were the person that was hurt the most or whether you were the person that was doing the hurting, um, I think that ev- anyone can reflect on the situation and the less you reflect, um, the less you processed it and the less you can grow because I've been in situations where I didn't really reflect on the issue and it went on and I still felt bad and I still had a little bit of anger towards people years after it ha- after this happened. Um, and I don't have any ill will to them now, but, and I'm sure they don't towards me. I'm sure they just, they don't even think about, give me a second, um, give me a second thought. But I think that the more you process it and the more you think about it helps you move on and grow and change. And maybe you won't go back to those friendships or maybe you will. It really, I think that in a lot of ways, nothing is ever set in stone and things can always surprise you and things can always change. And I think that if we're in a sense of negativity, that doesn't help either because it doesn't really give us anything to look forward. So as long as you're up and optimistic you're hopeful and you kind of keep the faith. I know I've said it a couple times on the podcast, but as long as you're optimistic, I truly think that that is really helpful because yes, it may get your hopes up, but it's better than being negative and kind of feeling bad the whole time. It's if your hopes, if you're let down, then you only feel bad for a little bit as opposed to you're negative and you're pessimistic for the whole time. At least that's my two cents about that. That's a whole nother topic though. Um, so yes, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I, it was cathartic. I'll say that, um, just to keep it as less polarizing as possible, but I'll keep you posted, um, for future episodes and I hope to, I hope you guys come back next week and listen to the podcast. Okay. If you want to contact me on open-ended, the in- the Instagram I have for it is openendedpod, no dots or dashes, all lowercase, no spaces or anything like that either. So if you have any questions or future topics, please let me know. And I hope to hear from you guys next week. Or I hope to, I hope you come back next week to listen rather. Okay, bye-bye.